Guess what? I'm moving country again. I don't know. Maybe a year. Maybe more. Where's home? Home's everywhere. I'm an expat. Hello, welcome to a new episode of Meet the Expats. It's Pauline and today I meet with Philippe and Anne-Mathilde. So today we have a couple online. It's a bit of a different episode. We're going to get their feedback on their life in Miami. They moved a couple of years ago and we want to hear if there are any differences in the couple on their expat experience. Hi Anne-Mathilde, hi Philippe, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you, Pauline? I'm great. Thank you for joining. Um, for the background story, I actually know Anne Metunes, but we came across again through the podcast, I don't know, 20 years later without knowing we were, we actually knew each other. Yeah, totally, totally. That's funny. <laughs> the small expat world, as you can see. <laughs> and so you're with your husband, Philippe, today. Yes, Hi. with my husband. How pleasure to be there. <laughs> All the pleasure and it's a very very funny story i was actually browsing the, some idea of uh, expat podcast on spotify and i i found this great one with the expats and then i sent an email you know like random email to pauline hey you know maybe we could do something together and then it happens that pauline knew you and Mathilde, so it's a very small world it's a very yeah. funny story yeah. we recognize our names <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I'll let you two introduce yourself and get, give us a little bit of background on well, where, where you're from and where you are today. So super glad to be here. We're both French, actually. Um, and we, we live in Miami since March 2022. OK. Uh, yes, yes, it's quite recent but we really enjoy this place but we're gonna go further probably on this topic uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um we're here with our family so we have two beautiful daughter uh, they they are two and four um so it's um it's like a family adventure <laughs> great well we'll dive into it then yeah um let's start with the beginning how did you two decide to move to Miami? I can go. Um, it's mostly I, because I, of you. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm the guilty one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I would say that the first thing, it has been like a, a professional opportunity. So uh, well, like, I had a long discussion with, with my employer working for a big, uh, big, big uh, beauty company, French company. Uh, mm. And um, and I've been working 10 years within this company. And then it's a normal step, I would say, and an encouraged step to, to go to work abroad. You know, right. 9,000 people all over the world. So a lot of, uh, a lot of French and a lot of uh, expats too. So it was a great opportunity for me. And then uh, COVID hit, right? So it has taken <laughs> a lot of time. Uh, first, I would say to, to find the opportunity. And then uh, when we found the opportunity to make it happen, uh, mm. I'm sure you know, I mean, with all the... The mess it was to start like uh, all the process with the embassy, the visa, the, yeah. the documents. Uh, everything was literally closed, right? So I had every morning to log in the U.S. embassy to see if there were some availabilities, and and at some point, thanks to the, our little one, who was 
uh, waking up very, very early in the night, I found one <laughs> appointment <laughs> spot available. So thank you for still for that. Um, and this is uh, this is uh, how we made it. But we had to wait like eight months to, to get the appointment. So I started the job from France uh, remotely. It was a bit a bit challenging, uh, and then finally being able to. To, to move to, to Miami and, and maybe with a little story, but uh, the day of our flights to move to Miami, so we had all our stuff packed, uh, went you know in the in the boat, uh, all of our furniture, so nothing, just like uh, very limited stuff and, and waiting for the D date in an Airbnb and it happened to our daughter to have COVID this day. So it was perfect timing, right? So we were able to enjoy a bit more friends, right? So to <laughs> Say goodbye to everyone almost. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And we had only our short and t-shirt for Miami life, you know, so thanks God yeah. it was a good weather in France and we had to delay it. It contributed to make us very happy when we arrived here, right? Because it, had yeah, sure. it was part of the adventure, totally. Always, <laughs> you, you know something unplanned is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Philippe, it was uh, you finding a job and wanting this international experience for your career. And, and Mathilde, what, what was your reaction and what motivated you in this, in the going abroad in Miami also? Mm, actually, we were speaking about an expatriation a long time ago. Was one of our projects, uh, but we we were looking for the right time actually, yeah. because of the children. Because we at the beginning uh, we we thought it was maybe too early without children, and we we wanted to you know to like to to build a career first in France and so on. So we waited a little bit. Then we had our first children. A child, sorry, and uh, and 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 it was like a like a life changer. <laughs> so we had to get used to it, and then the second one, and we say, okay, now is the time. We we're, we're in the thirties, so now we go, and uh, and it's the perfect timing. And if I can add on that, maybe uh, because I, I'm not going to answer. For you, right? That's something I remember at this moment was also that you were trying to find a balance between your job and managing the kids. And in Paris, it was very difficult with the hours, yeah. the traffic, and, and, and with this bit yes. of a internal conflict, I would say, between the work career and the mom career, I would say, which mm -hmm. sometimes can be a challenging okay. to... You're right, you're right. I was, then, uh, like, I was um, like starting asking myself questions about my career as you say to have a, a balanced life between pro and 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 family life uh, so so it was uh, one of the answer and thanks to thanks to philip uh, philip's company we can um, we can experience it so perfect to do it yeah yeah okay so it was yeah change of life and Yeah, taking taking a break from work also at some point. And and, and also uh, maybe it's on me, but I was really happy to leave France. Uh, yeah, I, I was really happy to leave France because of the. It was a bit uh, not a very good mood, you know. We had like a lot of stuff happening in Paris. We had all the terrorist attack, and we had the gilets jaunes, then we had COVID, then we had yeah, uh, the beginning of war in. Uh, it was the mid yeah. early beginning of the war in Russia at the moment. So it was really like super uh, tensed, I would say, uh, and, and I was happy to, 
you know, just just leave and see other things. Like, okay, I'm done. Let's <laughs> let's start to pay. Fresh and new. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So different motivations, but both. It seems like you wanted something new, something fresh, a bit of discovery. <laughs> totally fresh thought, discovery. That's it, and take the opportunity. Yeah. Okay. And so, what were the expectations regarding Miami? Did you know the city? Were you expecting something? Dreaming about something? <laughs> Actually, it was my first surprise. We, we we're not big traveler. Uh, we we I, actually I didn't travel a lot. So I, I was uh, I'm uh, I've been to New York once and also for our honeymoon like in Il Maurice, but that's all Mauritius mm -hmm. Island I think in English. So it, I'm not a big traveler. And when I come to the United States of America, for me, uh, you speak English. I I'm you know. I, I was expecting something that didn't happen, actually. <laughs> When you come to Miami, it's the perfect mix of culture between Latin America and America. So it's like, okay. it, yeah. it was like amazing. And the first, uh, my first, um, my first surprise was, uh, was when I came, everybody speaks Spanish, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't speak Spanish. It's not America. Yes. I don't speak Spanish at all. I've learned English and German, but not Spanish. So when we arrived, I said to Philippe, oh my God, uh, uh, how are we going to do? I can't speak Spanish. He speaks Spanish, but I don't. How can we manage? But, uh, yeah, uh, surprise. You are in the yeah. capital of Latin America, as you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What about you, Philippe? What was your big surprise or expectation? At least, what was the expectation that you had regarding the the country one and city? First, you know, when when, when I started this uh, kind of international discussion to search about the opportunity, I, I, I just gave like a, an option, enfin, only one guideline to my company. I want a place that is safe for my family. Okay. It's like the first expatriation. We want to be in a, in, mm -hmm. in a good place for families. And then my, my HR called me, you know, like, oh, you know, I have a kind of an idea, but it's a bit of creative idea. So I was like, well, be careful with that. <laughs> and, uh, and he told me, you know, it's like, it's a, the idea is in South Africa. And I was like, come on. It's, uh, it's, it's not the safest. <laughs> I don't know the place, but I was like, warning, it's not safe. So yeah. all to say that when they, when they came with Miami, I was like, oh, that's way cooler. It's the US. But, uh, and as French, uh, you know, like Miami is a big uh, touristic destination, right? So uh, I think as French, we always have a Miami beach in mind, which is like Ocean mm. Drive, the palm trees, the sea and so on. So this is what I had in mind. So I was like, this is great. So I was very excited. Honestly, I was very excited. It's um, mm. for, for this uh, bit, uh, I would say a beach vibe. I grew up in Brittany, you know, so I, I'm a beach vibe. It's a beach vibe. beach vibe. So, I mean, it was a bit like a paradise on the on the paper, right? Okay. Uh, so the, the expectations were great. I was very happy that it was the US and um, because I really like the US and, and being Miami on top of that was even greater because the other office that is in New York. So very different, right? Yeah, maybe cooler, uh, maybe yeah, easier rhythm. Yeah. And... And, and I agree with that. The surprise was really this, uh, this, because we were supposed to have like a discovery trip Uh, like mm -hmm. two, three days to go the two of us, uh, you know, like yeah. the, the culture fit trip, they call it, but, but it didn't happen because of COVID. 
Okay. So we did like all in. The first time we were in Miami was to live in Miami, right? So it, it, it was like, <laughs> I would say, uh, all in. Uh, and and the, the first surprise, it's really this, this Latin vibe, right? It's yeah. 90, I think it's, tell me if I'm wrong, Matthew, but I think it's almost 90% of the population who is from Latin America. Yeah, oh, wow. Totally. With, uh, now it's second or third generation. So there, it's, mm. like a, it's like a mix between United States and Latin America, of course, but, uh, but still. The roots are still. Yeah, sure. And I think there. that uh, 70% of the, um, of the um, population in, in Miami, I mean not Florida, but Miami, speaks um, uh, Spanish at home. So okay. it's really like uh, yeah. it's, it's really still there. And... All right. And so for you on a day-to-day -day basis, what does that mean in terms of your integration? and your adaptation to this Latin American culture? Mm, for me, it's even better, actually, because yeah? it's, yes, <laughs> instead of discovering one culture, we discovered two. That's two. <laughs> perfect. No, no, really. Uh, we were looking for discoveries. Here, <laughs> here we are. Um, so, no, for, for me... The, the main point was the, 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 the Spanish language because yeah. I, I'm still learning Spanish and I, I had to, but it, it, it's, a, it's a pleasure to learn this language. But honestly, I really like the, like the warm welcoming of the, mm. the population. They are, very, uh, they are very warm, very welcoming. Yeah. They are super happy people. A lot of people, yeah. they are well, we've came to Miami have a kind of difficult past, you know, we're coming from mm -hmm. Cuba, coming from countries that were not good. Yeah. So they are very happy. They are very uh, thankful for being able to live now in, in, in the US. So mm -hmm. they are deeply happy people, you know, super positive, only pointing what is good, not pointing what is bad. So that was a big shift from Paris. <laughs> to <laughs> Paris. Us. Yes. And, and, and so that us as French, we have more the tendency to, you know, point what what is wrong and you complain need to a little bit. <laughs> maybe complain a little bit and, and this latin vibe mixed with the american culture which is also very like this you know like oh you're doing good continue positive. it's, it's yeah. super positive for me it was like i, I called it a positive therapy honestly yeah. and, and i really see the difference between the moment we left uh, post-covid and now it's yeah. so good you know we, we feel good we only see what is what 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 is, what is going well and we really try to take the most of this experience also to educate our brain to see what's positive. <laughs> to be happy. <laughs> to be happy. And uh, a colleague of mine told me, you know, like, you French, you, you see, like, when, when it's bad weather, you know that the bad weather will come again. But us Cuban, we just know that sun is coming after the rain. So that's, that's the only thing. That's cute. It's, it's cute, right? So very happy, super, you know, when you go to the, to the beach during the... They all go to the beach. And another colleague of mine was telling me, you know, we are working not for success or not for reaching the top level or we are just working to be together on the beach partying and with the family and friends in each weekend each weekend okay well that that's very different to the usual american it's very different. Um, speech that you i i tend to hear from americans who have moved perhaps to europe and say that oh finally you take time for yourself now you're saying that from from miami which yeah, it's a big shift to what I'm used to hearing at least. Exactly, it's it's really different. But it's then they are more easygoing, you know. It's like, yeah. Uh, 
And, and it's true that when you go on the beach during the weekend, it's like uh, full of parties of a big barbecue stand with uh, 30, 40 people like dancing and maybe drinking a little bit of a Modelo, which is the Mexican beer. Uh, <laughs> but, but that's creating some very good, uh, very good vibe here. Yeah. Good energy. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the settling in and the, the whole move and integration side. So, Anati, you talked a little bit about the language, which was a surprise and a bit challenging yeah. to have to learn Spanish, which wasn't planned. Um, any other challenges that you both have lived or different ones that you have lived, experienced? For me, it was probably the, the food in general. I mean... Yeah. When do you take your meal? It's not just the French style here. And what do you eat? Okay. It's all so times uh, and ingredients. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was super challenging first because uh, uh, in France we 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 were super um, uh, we were super, drastic. Uh, <laughs> drastic. Oh, uh, where where it comes from and so on and uh, and here like this topic uh, is not the same uh, is not that important so it was a uh, challenging for me and also uh, everything uh, regarding uh, ecology and and sustainability and so on yeah it's like uh, yes very different from uh, from France oh you're right we have the feeling that we do a step back of 15 years. You know, like you, yeah. you go to the supermarket, uh, they put like uh, two, three products per plastic bag. Mm. So you end up having like 15, 20 plastic bags. But there is a, someone with the job of this person is to put the products in the bag. bag. And then if you refuse mm. to have the bags, they feel like a bit. Yeah. They're not doing their job well. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say exacto, but exactly. So. <laughs> At first, we, we we try to 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 go to go to the grocery store with our own bag, but it it's not that easy actually. <laughs> <laughs> they won't take it. They don't want you to have a heavy bag. They don't understand. So it's ah. it's, it's it's a change of uh, yeah. There is this, and there is like all the cars. You need to take your car for everything, Ever? right? Because Miami is so big. So recycling we... recycling is not that important. Hmm. Yeah. So on, yeah. yeah, many many differences regarding sustainability and so on. And also, I would add uh, this lifestyle maybe that we we were we were not living in Paris, we were living in uh, Meudon in, in Haute-Seine in France before we left, and mm. but we had uh, this uh, uh, city lifestyle where we had like the market at two minutes walking and the Monoprix and the Boucher, the Boulanger, everything like very uh, close by, and then here. Except in New York, you can't do it. Uh, in the US, yeah. you have to take your car. You go to the grocery stores. You uh, so it's it's a big change, and it's funny because for the little story, we, we the first house we pick here in Miami was in a kind of European uh, district, which is called uh, Coral Gables. It's a very nice uh, district, and and one of the reasons why we decided to, to pick this house was that there was a kind there was a kind of a city center. <laughs> <close> <laughs> But okay, then after, what's in the city you know, center? It was, let's say, uh, I would say that after a few months, in fact, we realized that first, first it's way too hot to walk in Miami. It's okay. like, uh, the heat is so crazy. You know, it's, it's not just the temperature, it's but humid. the humidity. It's 
makes it like uh, Asian uh, cities is the same. You know, so you just walk two minutes, you're already sweating. So you don't want to to walk 15 minutes to go to some place. You're just happy. You hope it's true that you're happy to take your car. And yeah, the aircon. Exactly. Yes, and even uh, even if you want, I mean, there's no sidewalk everywhere, so you yeah, you can't even walk. Yeah, that's true. But there's a lot of services that, that are very helpful, right? You can uh, you can do you can drive uh, drive through a lot of things. So you can drive through your Starbucks coffee, you can drive through your medicines, you can drive through a money withdrawing, and you can drive through a lot of things. Because in fact, people they are yeah. you feel better in your car than out, out because it's inside. Too okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, food, ecology, and yeah, the fact that you have to. You have to drive drive everywhere, so really adapting to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, what about the social side of things? Are you settling in and able to meet people? Actually, create your own circles. How is that going on both of your sides? Because you probably have a very different experience, especially if yeah. you're not necessarily working and Philippe, you are. How does it work? <laughs> But you missed an important point that you've been working here uh, during uh, six, oh, you seven months, by the way. So okay, so you took uh, <laughs> so the first really, break uh, and then you went back in. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, we well, first we we met French people because yeah. uh, because our daughter uh, is at the French American school. First of all, so ah, great. Yes, there's like a French, and most of the time it's like, um, it's like, a, how do you call that? Like a mixed couple, like French with an American uh, yeah. or something like that. Cultural, yeah. Multicultural, yeah. yeah. So first we, we've met French, um, and then it's uh, mostly because of your job, actually, and mine. Yeah. That we've met people. Uh, parts yeah. are uh, coming from other country like like Mexico, mostly Mexico. Yeah, but most most of our um, most of our friends are French. Yeah, no, I agree. It's yeah. How it starts? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's always uh, easier. Yeah, so, of course. <laughs> It's, it's, it's easy to not have filters, you know, because in the US, you, you need to have a lot of filters in the way you do jokes, in the way you, I mean, what like, do you mean filters? Like filter the, the, in your behavior, you know, you need to, to really adapt to the American culture. So, for example, we oh. you can do all the jokes that you can do in the office in France, right? You need to be very okay. uh, cautious on, on the humor, on what you say. All on, right. so, so, my point is, when you are with French, you are like, it's trying to be Gen Z here, so uh, <laughs> but, uh, but it's, 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 it's easier, right? Because you behave, it's easier to build pastel some relationship. Yeah. And in terms of, uh, yeah, in terms of, uh, I, I, I agree with you, uh, and it's, uh, I met a lot of people in the office, of course, but even in the office, uh, the people that we see uh, the most are the French. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Not, not, not that many, not that many, but uh, but a few French, and we can also compare. Uh, you know, like our big our big uh, daughter, she's in the French school, and the little one, she's an American daycare, and in mm. an American daycare, there is absolutely no relationship between parents. It's very uh, 
Oh, well. I don't know what you think about it, Mathilde, because I, you are more managing this side, but but I feel that uh, there is more connection between people and between the, the families and so on in the French-American school versus the American school. Yes, this, I think the thing is that uh, in the American daycare, uh, people uh, live in Miami and uh, they have family in Miami, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. already friends in Miami and so on. Yeah. We're foreigners. So yes, you're right. <laughs> you already have their circle. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I think that's the reason why. And when you, when you, mm-hmm. when you enroll at the French American school, you're new. <laughs> yes, you're new. You, you... Yeah, you're new, but you meet people who are going through the same thing as you, yeah. who are looking exactly. to rebuild a circle of friends. And... Sure. Mm. So. And I was quite amazed by, the, uh, by that because, because like, oh, as you said, like, all the new, they want to build relationships. You, you end up building very, a very strong relationship very quickly, mm. I think. And yeah. it's uh, very easy. You don't, you yeah, know, you have a support not... system very quickly and you trust yeah. them straight away. Exactly. You, you need to you need to have someone on site also. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so it's interesting. You know that it's temporary, but it's kind of strong, so, which is good. It's, I actually feel that those friendships are the strongest. And yeah, we may not have lived that long in the same city, but... Like we know that we will stay in touch and that we will meet wherever we are in the world. We know we'll make it work at some point. Very true. Yeah. I hope. Let's see. No, it's a good. It's a good yeah, feedback. Probably will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to add on the social life in Miami, I think um, not not just to not just on us, but there is a bit two different uh, social life. So there is, you know, like Miami. Uh, the city of Miami, and there is Miami Beach, right? So Miami Beach is the yeah. island that everybody knows with Ocean Drive, all the nightclubs, yeah. and all the bars. And basically, we cannot tell you much about it because we don't go. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Mark, or, or if, if there are some people interested to come to Miami and who are listening to this podcast, it's it's the place where all the you know like uh, youngest people go. There's a lot of stuff to going out, and it's very uh, it's very nice. So this Miami Beach and Brickell, so which is the new district. Uh, with all the, the skyline, so very dynamic, a lot of restaurants, bars, uh, super cool to, to go out. And there is more the place where we are in Miami, which is, and it is Miami Day, right? I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is uh, not the island, but uh, on the um, on the other side. And here it's more like uh, we are. We, we were in Coral Gables, and now we are more South Miami, and it's more like families, a house, and which is good because you can have a house and a pool, which is super, yeah. super nice. And here the social life is more like people are inviting each other. So you do like afternoon with the kids on the pool, uh, having a way too much food, uh, some beers. But that's the way we, that's basically the way we <laughs> socialize, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe we can move on to your recommendations and your favorites in the city. So... For me, so bar, I'm sorry. Start with the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not have uh, that much uh, experience in bar in Miami, so uh, I, I won't be helpful <laughs> with that topic. <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> restaurant, better for me. Um, so uh, restaurant, uh, definitely, if you come to Miami, try the Hispanic food. Uh, ceviche, tacos, 
They're amazing. So this is what you definitely should try. And la carte blanche for me would be uh, the beach, but maybe not Miami Beach. Uh, maybe okay. another one, a wild Cape one. Uh, yes, KB scan, definitely. Okay. It's more chilly. Uh, it's more calm. It's less hectic than the Miami Beach can be. More for family right. and chill. And just for the Hispanic food, would you have an example of a restaurant, a name? Mm, Aroma del Peru for okay. ceviche. What about you, Philippe? What are your what's your top recommendation? Or so, no, I, I will start with a bar because I, I went to. It, it's easy. It was with my with my uh, <laughs> with my colleagues and my, my work for a party. So uh, I'm not going to alone to the bars without my wife. Don't take me wrong. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> But uh, it's called. It's in a, a nice, uh, very nice district, which is called Coconut Grove. It's a kind of, a, I would say, it's the most European-like district of Miami, uh, close to the sea, with a very nice uh, pier. It's very cool. And uh, the okay. name of the bar is called Bot Botanico Gin. Good place, uh, good wine, good gin. They have a lot of different gin to try. So if you're into gin, it's good. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it's the it's uh, the husband of a colleague who, who has this bar. So little story so it's a nice thing <laughs> so we, sh and we should definitely try together yeah i, I know it's in, the list. it's in the list it's in the list and restaurant i would say um so it, it's more restaurant that we are doing a lot it's spanish spanish food so spanish food from spain not not latin america it's called Buya gastroba okay. uh, and basically every weekend we because we don't go to the restaurant but we order with a uh, a lot of food uh, in the house. It's easier with the kids. Deliveries. Uh, delivery, yeah. And uh, and basically, they have amazing paella, uh, amazing tapas. Uh, like Spanish food, tapas. And both on delivery, all the, the experience also in the restaurant is nice. You know, there is this big uh, uh, counter where you can see it, have your drink. It's, it's a bit like uh, Mercado San Miguel in, in Madrid, uh, if you know, where it's like... Those, uh, those the big food markets. Market. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. and, and maybe just a little note on the restaurant and the bar. It's it's something to have in mind uh, if, if some people are interested to come to Miami. Is the cost of living? We did not mention mm -hmm. it in the in the. It's a side note, maybe to put in the, in the other question. Yeah. The cost of living on, in Miami is crazy. It's really crazy, and in fact, uh, we we see the, a bit the same trend in France with a lot of Parisians going to Bordeaux or Lyon. You know, like uh, mm -hmm. post COVID. And, but it has been uh, it has been so strong in, here in Miami with a lot of people coming from New York or from LA, keeping the right. salary of New Yorkers or, New York. or, or Californians, and they come here for two reasons, you know, like uh, no tax uh, in Florida and the sun. Right. Oh. All the, the prices have exploded the last two years, so the rental market or, or real estate market is, is really really uh, challenging. And, uh, and also the restaurant, the bars, the groceries, everything is very expensive now. So it's, it's, it's a concern of most of people living in Miami, if you are not New Yorker or... <laughs> <laughs> okay. And just finishing with the carte blanche, maybe, because I have one too. Yeah. Uh, uh, so my carte blanche will be uh, the Winwood dis District. Uh, so Winwood District is a place uh, with a lot of uh, art on the walls. A bit like uh, you can see on the, the mur, uh, you call the wall in, uh, in uh, Berlin, right? Where you have mm -hmm. all those uh, paints. 
not an amazing district, but they, they, they transform it totally. And now it's become a bit of a bobo-like uh, district. Mm -hmm. with a lot of nice store, concept store. You can have a beer, trying a guitar at the same place, or you can, you know, like uh, read books, have tea, or there's a lot of concept store, nice restaurants. And on top of that, uh, this, uh, this place with a lot of great, great, great uh, painting on the walls. Uh, it's a bit very nice. It's to be, uh, to be seen, a bit different. So big upcoming neighborhood yep. then. Yeah, yep, definitely. Cool. Well, we'll definitely link all of those in the comments. And before we close, what is your expat song, both of you? <laughs> Go first, uh, Philip. Uh, you want me to? Uh, it's, it's very cliche, but it's, of course, I'm going to Miami. We listened it a lot before we, we arrived to Miami. Will Smith, yes. <laughs> it's very old, but it's very cool. So. An old one, but a classic one, you're right. A it's classic, classic, and it resonates with, clearly, yeah. I think everyone sees the link now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and both in, uh, in English and Spanish, by the way, so very Miami. Very Miami. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay. What and about you, and Mine would be uh, probably uh, we we have discovered an an artist here, uh, Cody <laughs> Johnson. Cody Johnson. Uh, it, uh, he he does a uh, country music actually. Okay. He comes from Texas, so uh, so um, so we love one song, uh, which is uh, "Till You Can't." And Till you can't. It's about uh, chasing your dreams and so on. So it uh, ring a bell, you know, for us. <laughs> you um, living the American dream? Do you think you you've checked it? <laughs> I think so, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're in it. We are in the honeymoon. So, but I believe yeah. your pick would be uh, Cheyenne or Mano Samarte. Yes. Where is Cheyenne? <laughs> Cheyenne, Cheyenne, yes. It's a very famous artist from Latin America, so it's a nice song. So, Humano Samarte from Cheyenne, it's a, it's a nice one. That'll be the bonus one. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for, for joining and sharing both sides of the story, <laughs> both yeah, of your challenges and surprises. It was a pleasure. It was, it was a, it was a so pleasure much. for us to to share, to discuss with you and, uh, and to, 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 to meet you again. Yeah, to reconnect after all those years. <laughs> Guys, as usual, if you enjoyed the episode, you can put a, a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and you can uh, stay in touch on Instagram and also if you wish to contribute, there's a TP. Okay. <laughs>